0: welcome everybody to the back of the bus podcast special episode that's my cnn sound except we don't have pipe bombs come to our house oh my christ anybody anyways everybody Welcome to a special episode of the Back of the Bus Podcast. We are going to be running down the Miami-Dade County ballot for your election season. We yelled at you last time to get out there and vote. And now we are going to help you vote by talking a little bit about the ballot. First and foremost, we want to give a shout out to our listener of the day. Our listener of the day is going to be whom? Ashley. You know who you are? You're my number one fan. And I'm your number one fan. We get along like peas and and pineapples. Shots to Ashley.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. So, a couple of things about this episode like to half's point we're not not gonna be a lot of bells and whistles so don't expect a lot of sound bites and shit like that also let's be honest he's just serious work he's just being
0: lazy yeah Yeah.
1: man yo i'm not a jet setter like i'm not gonna be on a cruise tomorrow but
0: literally i have about nine hours before i have to go to a cruise so this is gonna be fun
1: yeah but i got shit to do this weekend so (laughs) this is pretty pretty much how you hear is how it's
0: gonna come up all right here we go so guys what we're gonna do is we're gonna go down the ballot um What we want to do, honestly, is less of our opinion and how we want to vote, and more of just what's on the ballot. A lot of these things, when we talk about like the Senate race, the governor race, you guys know how you're going to vote anyway. Most people vote party lines. Most people most people vote who they think is cool or not. That's fine. What we what we do have, though, in Florida is we have 12 amendments that are on the ballot, and by golly, some of them are are confusing as shit. All right. So we're gonna go through some of them. We've got we've done a little bit of research, as much research as we can, while holding down two jobs and raising kids. You know, because our wives don't do anything. So, (laughs) so someone's gonna pay for that. Yeah, not me. Because we're gonna be on a cruise, so she won't hear this. So, (laughs) so we're gonna go down the ballot. Now, first and foremost, before we go down the ballot, I do want to touch on the subject that Black and I may have talked about last time you listened to us, and that is our friend Roman Reigns having leukemia and no longer being able to wrestle. So. Hashtag do it for Roman Roman Strong all that other shit we wish him a speedy recovery and when he gets back he has promised to come on this show that's a lie but <laughs> oh <don't>... wait what <laughs> that's a lie but I was about to I was like we're gonna have to put the breaking news on the yeah on that one no 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 okay. So we're gonna go down. I pulled the ballot from my from my neighborhood. It's really easy. You can pull it from either the Miami-Dade Elections Bureau, or you can go to Ballotpedia and type in your address and pull up your ballot. Um, most of floor, I mean, most of Miami-Dade County has the normal nonsense here and there. If you're living in the city of Miami, you might have a few things that are a little bit different, but for the most part, it's all about the same thing, except for maybe district races, depending on where you live. Do you have Do you have any vote in this? Or are you just gonna vote down party lines? Depending on which way your party lies, I can imagine that you're gonna vote. Either way, probably so.
1: What I'll tell you is that my vote comes down to the social issues. And okay. if you're someone who's platforming on white Christianity is the way to go and everything else is a fucking problem, then you're not getting my vote, dude. I think um, for the judges, we can kind of just blanket state that right now. Yeah. If you want to find out who you should vote for as far as the judges, just Google their their decisions and Yeah, in prior absolutely. Cases. I mean that's We're not going to run that like one by one because yeah, no, it, no, 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 you know, no, we no. we don't know shit about them and I, what we do know about them, we're not going to get into the entire yeah. litany of it. Exactly. Just Google their name, find look up their voting record, look up not their voting record, look up their decisions and that they've written and opinions they've written and kind of go from
0: there. Mm-hmm. Now we get into the constitutional amendments, which is really what we wanted to do the show about because these things are so written. These are, things are written in such a way that you just you, you you really like they want to confuse you at the ballot yep, right absolutely so constitutional amendment number 1 on here that's an increased homestead property tax exemption this is the way it reads off the ballot proposing an amendment to the state constitution to increase the homestead exemption by exempting the assessed valuation of homestead property greater than $100,000 and up to $125,000 for all levies other than school district levies the amendment shall take effect January 1st, 2019. In layman's terms, that means that your, your homestead exemption, you'll, get, you'll be able to pay less in taxes. Okay. All right. So people are against this because they think that it's going to take away from local government tax uh, when they receive taxes from property tax, right? And it could. It could actually adversely affect the individuals that are receiving these the, the homestead tax, right? So, I mean, the Republicans say what? Oh, you didn't look it up? The Republicans say to vote yes. The amendment would lower taxes and give approximately $250 back to homeowners by increasing the homestead exemption for home values greater than $125,000. So this was created in the state legislature. This wasn't something that was passed by um, a petition. Right. So what they're saying is the Florida State Constitutional Amendment issues, uh, I mean, the conservative people endorse voting yes for this. Because it'll bring more money back into your pocket. Now, it could take away from the coffers. No, 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 no. It'll bring more money back into whom's pocket? Those individuals who have houses that are worth more than $125,000. Okay. Which is your house, which is my house. Like, everybody in be in county, really, because those houses are. Tell me a house that's worth $90,000 in this city.
1: See, because that's here, the way it reads is, a yes vote supports exempting the portion of home values between $100,000 and 125000 from property taxes. Okay. So it's not the entire value of the house.
0: It's
1: $125,000. Okay.
0: Congratulations. The Republicans say vote yes, so I'm voting yes. Okay, of course you are. What are you going to do? Wait, we weren't supposed to talk about votes in this. Holy shit, this went off the rails really quick. Yo, I... I haven't said one thing the whole time. You're right. This is all me. Yeah. All right, fine. So
1: so but but here's the problem with with not talking about it, right? If we don't how do you have the conversation about what the amendment is and who it may or may not support without or who it may or may not, you know, affect without kind of including your
0: your own opinion on it? Absolutely I mean, yes, we can give a unbiased opinion. We can do our best to anyway. You know what I mean? If you guys want to know, there are a number of um, – there are a number of newspapers that have uh, that have said yes or no, right? So the Tallahassee Democrat says no. And why? The amendments – amendments one, one and two, which are kind of linked because amendments two has, has to deal with um, property tax and homestead mm-hmm. exemption, are a couple of tax proposals sponsored by the legislator because who doesn't like tax cuts? The later is preferable to the former but neither rise to constitutional amendment worthiness. So basically – they believe that they're not worthy of being constitutional limits, that they're just tax cuts. You know what I right. mean? Right. Now, the Florida Florida Today, the newspaper, says no. This would benefit only 22% of all Brevard County properties and 48% of properties that have homestead exemptions. The county alone, not counting municipalities, would lose $12 million in revenue that may result in service cuts. This is unfair to non-homestead properties that will likely have to pay more to offset such cuts. Um, winner, winner, chicken dinner. There you go. Twelve million dollars versus two hundred and fifty dollars. That's only in Brevard County. Right. In Miami Dade County, it's over a hundred
1: million. Yeah. So it's and and you said earlier it's going to put two hundred and fifty dollars back into our pockets. Yeah. No. Like the fuck do I care about two hundred and fifty dollars? I got you. You know. Okay. I mean, that's just simple math, in my opinion.
0: Okay. No problem.
1: So, like he said, Amendment 2 is kind of just uh, linked to Amendment 1. It says, what I have here says, a yes vote supports this amendment to make permanent the cap of 10% on annual non-homestead parcel assessment increases mm-hmm. set to expire on January 1st,
0: 2019. I don't know why they can't just say this shit like in English. You want to know why? Because they want people to be confused when they go to the ballot. And they want them just to vote because a guess vote is better than a, than, a, than an informed vote.
1: Oh no, for sure. That is for damn sure. Yeah.
0: So, so what does it mean? Florida today says that they they are saying yes. They want you to vote yes for it. So non homestead properties, in particular commercial ones, already pay more taxes than homestead ones. If Amendment One passes, and it probably will because voters want to give themselves a tax cut, local governments might need to make up for lost revenue by taxing non homestead properties even more.
1: So it's a reactionary it's a reactionary yes to the most
0: likely yes on Amendment One. It's absolutely so right. Homestead, homestead owners and people who get homestead exemption will vote yes on number one because they want a tax cut. They want to get more money in their pocket. So the Florida state legislators saying, all right, fine. Then we're going to tax non-homestead properties, which are like commercial properties. Right. But then doesn't that undo exactly what the benefit of yeah, – I think it, what it does is it defers it. It defers it from the from the homeowners to business owners, right? Yeah. Yeah. I Whatever. Guess.
1: Okay. So I guess we're voting yes on that just because we have to.
0: Almost. Because yeah. most,
1: most people are just going to hear, oh, Amendment 1, tax cut. I'll take it. Amendment 2, tax businesses. Well, I don't own a business, so sure. Yeah, so fuck
0: them. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Amendment 3. Now, this one we've seen everywhere. Right. Jeez, Louise. And I do have – I will tell you that Amendment 3, within uh, – some of the amendments I really do, I really have followed. Um, Homestead exemption, I really haven't. Like, dude, I have a home. Um, We get a tax break. Yeah, sure, I'll probably vote for the homestead exemption. But – this one I really do have some conflicting feelings on, right? And it part, partially it came from a conversation with you, right? I had started the conversation by saying no, I was totally against uh, Amendment 3, right? I didn't like it, I didn't want it. It um, So let's get into Amendment 3. It is essentially the voter control of gambling. And if you haven't seen the, the ads about Amendment 3, they go one of two ways. One way is give voters the control over gambling. And the other way – and it's a very peaceful kind of uh, like nice give them back their power kind of thing. And it will it'll tell you that uh, California does it, Nevada, all this shit, right? And then the other one is no, don't give voters the power. Do you want somebody in some place else to give you to, – to tell you if you can build a casino or not? Right. So what this amendment does, this amendment would freeze casino gambling at current levels and remove the ability of the Florida legislator – to expand casino gambling, giving Florida voters exclusive rights to control any future expansion of casinos. So, what that means is if Miami-Dade County wanted to put up a casino in Miami-Dade County, it would have to go on the Florida state ballot. Okay. Meaning everybody in Florida would vote if Miami-Dade gets a casino or not. Now, at first glance, it absolutely could look Like no, I don't think people around the state should decide what people in Miami Dade County do. Even that and that goes for opposite we live in Miami Dade County, so that goes for somewhere else, like Orange County, Brevard County, everywhere else. Um Monroe County. If Monroe County wants to put in a casino, I'm not gonna tell them no. Right. That's it's their county. They can do what they wish, right? Okay. That's fine. So the conservative vote says yes, vote yes for this because give it back to the the people, huh? The people, right? Okay. I mean, at this point there are a number of individuals that have said vote yes, vote no. I'm either way, I do feel like listen, it should be up to the county to decide if they want a um, if they want a, a casino in their backyard. Right. I get it. Um I do see how it might take away some of the skeeziness up in tallahassee because you'll have casinos up there lobbying if it's still in the legislature, you'll have casinos up there lobbying hey you know and paying paying senators and con and little sure state congressmen off oh yeah let's <clears throat> vote yes vote yes let us put our casino here you know one of the points that you brought up was if miami dade is building casinos and they have the economy already and the infrastructure already to build a bunch of casinos they could pull revenue and um tourism dollars away from other counties. Yeah. And this would be a way for counties to kind of level the playing field. You know what I mean? No, Miami-Dade you can't have seven new casinos. Right.
1: I'm listen, I'm kind of torn on it only because again, it just feels kind of redundant. Most county legislators, right, are elected also mm-hmm. or appointed.
0: Um so most county No, 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 all of the ones in the state are all elected. Absolutely. Okay. But count, but oh, county, but in the county, yeah. Um, some of um, some like commissioners and uh-huh. stuff are all elected. Okay, so yeah.
1: if you elected these people, and then they are the ones who are making the choice about whether or not to have the casino, it's still technically your voice. Yeah. So that whole nonsense about give the voice back to the people just feels kind of yeah.
0: You
1: know, again, it's a way of, of of leading you know the sheep by the by the nose. You know, they're not gonna you know. A regular citizen, me, you, Joe from across the street, they're not gonna be able to see the information or have access to the information to see the actual impact a casino could have here to the economy and to jobs and whatever, right? So they're just gonna go with whatever their emotions tell them, and and that's what's how the decision is gonna get made, or if they like their name or not, if they're named after a Stark or a Targaryen or a Lannister. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I mean. I think I think having the
0: gambling here is a good idea. Uh huh. I. So, do you want to know uh, two groups that are wildly against um, ag- against giving the voters their um, the control the control whom uh, the Seminole tribe, of course, who now have exclusive rights to operate casinos with Las Vegas style card games such of as course. blackjack, and Disney, which has long opposed the expansion of gambling in Florida, of course. So it's crazy how both of those two are, are together but it for absolutely different reasons one right. because the Seminole tribe is, is is against it because they they want to have their own bread and butter this is what they do
1: Well actually both the reasons are the same they want to keep their business every every casino every person that's in a casino that gets opened is not at Disney or is not at the Seminole hard Rock yeah you're right I mean that's all it is and if you're blowing if you're blowing your your money, Gambling in a casino here—you just blew the summer trip to Disney. Yeah, that's maybe? that's dollars in Disney's pocket.
0: I guess that's all. Right. That's all it's about. I think what this comes down to is who do you trust? Do you trust the voters Fucking of nobody. the state, or do you trust politicians and the gambling lobbyists? Right? Yeah. Like that's what it comes down to. Yeah,
1: but the voters are still going to be led by the nose by the politicians and the gambling lobbyists. So ultimately, are mm-hmm. I think the the major concern should be putting the right politicians in place. Period. So, okay. I don't know. Whatever. Vote however you want on that one. I love how you're so apathetic. It's like me. It's not about apathy. It's just ultimately you're going to have casinos here regardless. So, that's that's not going to – none of this is going to derail that. Okay. All right. So, because none of this is going to affect the, the final outcome, which is you're going to have casinos. You're going to have one somewhere down here. You're going to have one somewhere close to the Keys. You're going to have one in Broward. You know. Another one in Broward. Yeah, because they have a couple of Yeah, I mean, we
0: already have the Mick out here. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: you're, but you're going to have more. Yeah. So, course. you know, whatever. That's neither here nor and
0: I like And I like to play cra- uh, craps. So, <laughs> fuck, it, I'll take it. All right. So, Amendment 4 is the Voting Reg- Restoration Act. Sorry. On the ballot, it reads, This amendment restores the voting rights of Floridians with felony convictions after they complete all terms of their sentence, including parole or probation. Yeah, this is an easy one for me. It's probably the easiest one on the ballot. The amendment would not apply to those convicted of murder or sexual offenses who would continue to be permanently barred from voting unless the governor or cabinet vote to restore their voting rights on a case-by-case basis. It's beautiful. So what's happened is is those who have felonies and have done their time and done their parole, God damn, Sorry. Have, they have to go and get their voting rights restored, which could take decades. Right. This speeds this up. Right. So I don't think that anybody really like this one's pretty. This one's a really easy one. It's like, listen, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, if you kill somebody, mm-hmm. or what is it, murder or
1: sexual offenses? It's, murder or sexual offense. Right. It's beautiful. If you kill somebody, you rape somebody, you lost your right to vote. Yeah. If you got if you got caught selling weed and they put you away for ten years <laughs> because you know mandatory minimums or whatever, uh-huh. then what the fuck? What are we even talking about? This is this should be like the easiest checkmark that you have. The only reason. You would not want this established, is if you want to
0: control who's doing the voting in your state. Yeah. So funny enough, the and in a surprise move, the conservative uh, suggestion is to vote no for this. Oh wow! You- I honestly, I did not hear the sarcasm when you first started.
1: <laughs> I fucking, I was like, am I about to fucking be surprised? Like you had me going. That was nah.
0: that was masterfully well played. You're welcome. So well get played. this. The, in the conservative, I pulled this up, The amendment, this amendment would restore rights to vote for Florida's estimated 1.5 million convicted felons. Yep. Those are 1.5 million votes that are now going out there. You want more people to vote. Get them to vote. And Hell the thing yeah.
1: is, though, what I find so ridiculous is that there's just as many crazy skinhead yeah. Nazi dirtbags as there are. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy, you know, anything else. So absolutely. it's like you're not. You're not. You're. I mean, unless you're going to. Unless the reality is that there isn't, right? Yeah, and that you've been disproportionately incarcerating a group of people.
0: No, you don't say.
1: Right, but that's not the argument they make. No, because the argument they make is that they can't make that argument. It's fair. Yeah, of course. Okay. So vote yes. Don't don't play yourself. I don't give a shit. Vote yes. If you are an actual concerned citizen of this state and you give a shit about. Anything, you have to vote yes because this ensures that more people will have a voice. And the more people – we said this last, last week or last episode. If more people have a voice, yeah. your outcome
0: is truer. Well, here's the thing. Look, and, and, and I'm not even in this for I think that it will add voters to the Democratic Party. I'm just in this because these individuals have had to have already spent their time in jail. They've had to have already done their parole. And they haven't murdered or sexually assaulted anybody. Yeah, man, you, paid you served your time. your time. You served your time. Do it. Like you get your vote, you get your rights back. If the
1: law says you're you're allowed to get back on the street, then you should be
0: back on the street with your full rights restored to you. It's, it's hard enough for a convict to do things like get an apartment, get a job, man, get a we credit should, card, open a yeah. bank account. We should we shouldn't make voting one of those things. Yeah, dude. Nah. All right. Anyway, next one, Amendment uh, number five. So let's read it off the ballot. It is a supermajority. So this says. This supermajority vote required to impose, authorize, or raise state taxes or fees. So this prohibits the legislator from imposing authority or raising a state tax or fee except through legislation approved by a two-thirds vote of each house of the legislator in a bill containing no other subject. Okay? This is another one that should be a, a fairly easy one. Okay? Okay. This proposal does not authorize a state tax or fee otherwise prohibited by the Constitution and does not apply to fees or taxes imposed or authorized to be imposed by a county, municipality, school board, or special district. Yeah. Okay. This so,
1: is the same kind of shit that's, that's been happening in Washington right now. When you have a majority, mm-hmm. you, hedge, you hedge all the bets on your favor so that you can use your majority to impose your will For decades to come. Yes. So, if you have any ounce of a brain, you will not allow that to happen because taxes are a part of our economy. You can't get shit done without having taxes in place. And the only way to... One of the only ways to restore the economy when it goes to shit is Uh to raise taxes. I mean, that's just the long and short of it. So... If you don't have that capability because you don't have a majority in in the legislature, you're dooming the economy for years to come for no reason. That's my take.
0: All right. Amendment number six. We're halfway through these. Okay? Don't worry. Rights of criminal victims and judges. So this is one of those ones that they've thrown a couple things together, right? So Amendment 6 creates constitutional rights for victims of crimes, requires courts to facilitate victims' rights, authorizes victims to enforce their rights throughout criminal and juvenile justice pr- pr- processes requires judges and hearing officers to independently interpret statutes and rules rather than deferring to government agencies interpretations raises mandatory retirement age of state justices and judges from 70 to 75 years and deletes authorization to complete judicial term if one half of term has been served by a retirement age. Now, this is a lot. So, like I said, this is a couple things wrapped into one, right? Right. So, this is one of those where they they threw a writer on on one
1: bill mm-hmm. to try and confuse you and yep. muck up your decision. Yeah. Because some of that makes sense, right? Like, it's it's an in our discussion that we had prior to this, we talked about why would we want to raise the retirement age for a judge to mm-hmm. seventy five years old? Yeah. You're just keeping someone with Older values on in the court yep, in this position to make these decisions yep. longer. Whether yep. those values are for you or against you, but that doesn't mean that they're for or against the coming generation. Exactly. So, no, you're right. That one seems like an easy no vote,
0: right? Yeah. Then you get to the… Um, victim's rights part. Victim's part. rights thing. And when somebody who's a layman walks in there and reads it, they're going to be victim's rights. Right, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Victims of course, should right. have their rights. Victims should have
1: the rights. Right. So I did a little bit of homework on this one because this was one that really caught my attention. Uh-huh. Uh I kind of broke most of it down to you prior to us starting, he started falling asleep.
0: I did. It was so boring. And that's what they want it to be.
1: Yeah. So here's here's the long and short of it. What they're trying, what they've passed in other states and what they're trying to get past here is that they're trying to clearly delineate the rights of a of a victim uh in, in these proceedings especially as, if, as it relates to parole proceedings uh, and most any criminal hearing any hearing having a, any public proceeding having to do with the crime that was committed against you okay so okay so here's the summary right off Wikipedia the act protects and expands the legal rights of victims of crime to include 17 rights in the j- judicial process including the right to legal standing, protection from the defendant, notification of all court proceedings ar- and restitution as well as granting parole boards far greater powers to deny
0: inmates parole. Yes. So this is the the one where you've seen Kelsey Grammer talk about how he learned that his father's killer was released through the national Enquirer. And well, is that what is that what that was? That's what this is about. So this there trying – I see him
1: I see his face in the commercial but I never know. Say yeah. what is
0: it again? Say again? So Kelsey Grammer's uh, apparently his father and his sister uh-huh. well, his sister was I guess Uh, sexually assaulted and maybe murdered and his dad was murdered too but he didn't realize he didn't know that his dad's murderer was released from jail until the national Enquirer picked it up got it so these rights part of these rights would would automatically make the victim Mm -hmm. and the victim's family be notified of what's going on which i don't
1: which i don't have a problem with
0: no 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 it seems it seems pretty because you don't
1: know if if the it's you don't know if if, that crime was like a personal thing, and if then you are now in danger. Yeah, if because person, this
0: person's been released. Here, he, and here's here's the here's the dramatic scenario that they they'd want to play out. Um, a woman is beaten by her husband. Her husband goes to jail. She's not notified because maybe she you know she moved or something. She's not notified that her husband is now out of jail. And all of a sudden, she's standing at her house, and her husband shows or her ex husband shows up. And whoops her ass again. Or kills her or worse. Exactly. And that's totally understandable. Absolutely.
1: Where where they lose me
0: is in the parole portion of the conversation. Well, actually, you know what? And that and that's funny. Okay, so where amendment six loses me is in this statement right here. It requires judges and hearing officers to independently interpret statutes and rules rather than to defer government to government agencies' interpretations. So what you're saying is for example, if the DCF comes in and says, oh, no, these parents aren't fit for um, – to, to raise this child, the judge and the court official, because they can independently choose – Right, they can overrule that decision. They can overrule that decision and just be like, nah, we're cool. Right. And then what 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 then happens is if that decision was wrong on the judge's part, the, nobody's ever going to know and the judge isn't going to be held accountable unless the voters – are reminded of this and go back out there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And not
1: only that, but because judges now more than ever are, are leaning politically one way or the other. Yeah. You're putting that into
0: the hands of that type of person, as opposed to Mm -hmm. somebody who's,
1: this is just their job.
0: Yeah, exactly. My job, my job is to make widgets. So if my job is to make widgets and your job is to install the widgets, I don't need you telling me, how to make a widget right you know sorry bub in any so that's that that's that's the one that kills me on that one yeah now, but for me it's the parole thing so yeah. the big thing on the parole thing
1: was that if you're denied parole uh-huh right now you are entitled to a, another hearing between one and five years okay the the new law would push that back so you'd have to it had to be at least three to fifty it could be anywhere from three to fifteen years Huh. So it just seems like a way to keep people locked up longer. Huh. So that that's just that's just an issue for me because the other component is that it, the whole victims' rights is like the, the victim has to be notified. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and they have
1: the right to be present at all at criminal the, at proceedings. All, yeah, at all the proceedings. So if you notify me and I tell you, well, I can't make it. Right. Like in the example they gave about the original person uh-huh. this law is named after. Yeah. Right. Um, then I just delayed this person's parole Parole. hearing because of my schedule complications. Yeah. You know, and now it could be three to 15 years before they get another one. Yeah, that sucks. So, yeah, that sounds great, again, in in a murder trial. But if me and you got into a bar fight.
0: Yeah. And you kicked my ass. And then all of a sudden, there we go. And then then I'll be petty. Right. Yeah, no. It sucks. It really does take away a lot. And it sucks because overall... It sounds like a great idea. Right. But the implementation, and I think a lot of the times we get this, the implementation of some of these things are just a god-awful. And we're going to get to that because there's one in here that is wildly Right. And then hilarious. not only that,
1: again, when you're combining this complex mm-hmm. amendment with this shit about the judge's retirement age – yeah. Where that would have seemed like an easy one to decide on on its own. Uh-huh. Now it leaves you kind of in a gray area, like, where do you want to go with this? Exactly. So, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of just leaning on a no just because I don't want to see the judge's retirement age raised yeah, to, no, to 75. And I don't think we should, you know uh be keeping people locked up for longer than their sentence has already demanded just because I can't meet
0: I can't get there. yeah just
1: cuz I just cuz I'm too busy going on a my yeah. 19th cruise
0: of the year or whatever you <laughs> didn't make a shit this is just my first cruise of the year anyway <laughs> amendment number 7 this one is pretty easy first responder and military member survivor benefits public colleges and universities so this is another one that they've added together right so here we go this amendment if voted yes grants mandatory payment of death benefits and waiver of certain educational expenses to qualifying survivors of certain first responders and military members who die performing official duties for that's the first sentence. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. That means we're giving them these family members, the benefits that they deserve from if, if they if their person dies while serving duty, which by the way, adds to the question, were we not giving them benefits? Well, that, yeah, I mean, that's been, so in that first sentence, it's great. Here's the second sentence. Requires a supermajority vote by university trustees and state university system board of governors to raise or impose all legislatively authorized fees if law requires approval by those bodies. Establishes existing state college system as constitutional entity. Provides governance structure. So here's the thing. That second sentence about requiring a supermajority is about um, making sure that the university trustees and state university system board of governors... If they want to raise any, um, <clears throat> if they want to raise or impose all legislative authority fees, so any kind of fees that they have to have a super majority, right? Okay. That's fine. Then last sentence is establishes existing state college system as constitutional entity, provides governance structure. So what they're talking about there that um, the the state college system is not the universities that we think of. It's not UF, FSU, FIU. Those are community colleges. Because most community colleges now aren't colleges. They're just colleges. Like Miami-Dade, Miami-Dade is no longer MDCC, Miami-Dade Community College. It's MDCC, Miami-Dade College, right. right? So it now establishes those as actual colleges under the Constitution, which okay. is cool. Like, So that's a pretty easy yes. Like, You're like, eh, okay. Um, the middle part is a little weird, but it's fine. You yeah. Know?
1: I mean, ultimately, whatever. We'll deal with the school part. Yeah. First responders, surviving members should get yeah, whatever absolutely. is coming to uh-huh. them. In tenfold.
0: So in the biggest uh swing of the, the these amendments, in the one where they add one thing and add another in a sandwich that shouldn't go together, amendment nine prohibits offshore oil and gas drilling. Semicolon prohibits vaping in enclosed indoor workspaces. <laughs> How the hell are these two even together? Yeah. So let's let's read the amendment to you as it reads on the on the ballot. This prohibits drilling for the exploration or extraction of oil and natural gases beneath all state-owned waters between the mean the mean high water line and the state's outermost territorial boundaries. It That's period one. Adds use of vapor-generating electronic devices to current prohibition of tobacco smoking in enclosed indoor workspaces with exceptions. Permits more restrictive local vapor ordinances. So do you want offshore drilling and do you want to – uh, hate on vapors, right? So um, fuck the vapors. This one seems a pretty easy no, but it seems really wild that they would put these two together. Yeah,
1: no. It listen again. It's just one of those things that's targeted to making it harder mm-hmm. to get shit done. Yeah, absolutely. Because fuck the environment, right? Like we don't care. Not we don't care, but they don't care. So how can we derail this? How can how can we target those millennials that actually care about science and mm-hmm. climate change? Let's take away this shit from them.
0: Let's take away the vaping That's that they so like to do. so fucking stupid. And if
1: anybody's actually dissuaded by this nonsense, you're a fucking moron and you don't deserve your stupid ass right to vote.
0: Hey, hey, hey. No, no. You're, no, you're sounding real Republican there right I, now. I, I, take a, I was about to say take away the white to vote <laughs> instead of right. That one's on me. Okay. So number 10, amendment number 10. This is a constitutional revision, state and local government structure and operation. So this one's pretty easy. No double entendre, no adding to the fact, right? So this one requires legislators to retain Department of Veterans Affairs. So you have to have your Veterans Affairs Department, all right? Um, Oh, man, my eyes just went blurry really quick. It ensures election of sheriffs, property appraisers, supervisors of elections, tax collectors, and clerk of courts in all counties. So what this does here is it makes... All five of these positions electable, electable whereas positions. some of them aren't. Like in Miami Dade County, we They're don't appointed. we don't we don't elect a sheriff, right? You know, and I believe in this provision, Miami Dade County is excluded from this. We would still not have to elect a sheriff. Really? Yeah, I'm almost damn positive about that. All right. So then, this removes county charters' ability to abolish, change term, transfer duties, or eliminate election of these offices. So you can't get rid of this, you can't change the terms, and you can't mess around with this. Changes, this is this is another part that's just worded, it's verbiage for to, to confuse people. Changes annual legislative session commencement date in even numbered years from March to January. So what this does is it makes the legi- in even numbered years, this makes the legislative session longer. Instead of starting in March, they'll start in January, which is good. You want them to be there because they only have a few months to do everything. This is your fucking job. Yeah. Well, no, most of them, this is their second job. Like, this is a part-time job to them. Okay. okay? All right? And it removes legislators' authorization to fix another date. All right? So they can't put another date on things. They just got to go. Creates Office of Domestic Security and Counterterrorism within Department of Law Enforcement. There's your kicker right there. Now, what they'll tell you is... All of this sounds pretty cool. Yeah, you want elected officials. You want to expand the dates that these people have to work and, and work in the, in Tallahassee and get things done. But here's the kicker at the end. We want tanks because we're going to create our own domestic security and counterterrorism. Right. Yeah. So that's why the, um, the, uh, the conservatives will vote yes for this and the liberals and the Democrats will probably vote no because of that. All right. That's what that one is. Um, next up, number 11. We're almost done, guys. Just stick with us, okay? That's what I tell my wife every time um n- number 11 property rights semicolon removal of obsolete provisions semicolon criminal statutes. statutes, statues statutes jesus so as it reads removes discriminatory language by the way i'm gonna stop it right there all discriminatory language should always be removed but hey if you want to removes discriminatory language related to real property rights Okay. So you can't have any kind of discriminatory language in real property rights. All right. Removes obsolete language repealed by voters. So language that might have been in there that was repealed by voters, gone. Obsolete. Deletes provision that amendment of a criminal statute will not affect prosecution or penalties for a crime committed before the amendment. I don't know what that means. I got you. Go for it. So
1: let's say I get busted for selling a dime bag today. Okay. Tomorrow or next on on November 6th they legalize marijuana legalize marijuana uh-huh doesn't mean that you doesn't mean that I'm going to oh. be let out of jail
0: sneaky sneaky that's what this is because they're they know that legalization of marijuana Correct. is going to come and that they have all these people in jail that have so what this does is this is going to state this is going to set up all those people that are in jail right now for pot charges not will, to be able to be released they will not be released which means then eventually later down the road we'll have to put this back on the ballot to try to get it done that's crazy. There's your kicker right there. That's the juice of this whole thing, right Yep.
1: Here. I mean, the other thing. So this is how it reads on 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 Ballotpedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, a yes support, a yes vote supports his amendment to repeal constitutional provision prohibiting foreign-born persons ineligible for citizenship from owning, inheriting, disposing, and possessing property. Okay. Repeal constitutional provision stating that a high-speed ground transportation system be developed in Florida. Okay. And delete the constitutional provision that an amendment to a criminal statute does not affect the prosecution of a crime committed before the statute's amendment. So, hold on. Delete the constitutional provision that an amendment to a criminal... So, actually, it a yes vote yes. is going to help them out. Yes. The no vote would be the one that fucks them over. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. But, see... Why is this linked to the the high-speed ground transportation system? Because they threw
0: it all together. They wanted to get it on the ballot. C-
1: granted. And so then here's the other one. Is that so we've poured a shit ton of money into this thing that never got off the ground.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No pun intended. And now we're just going to delete the provision that calls for it. So that money just went bleh. Right? Yeah. yeah. Great. So we're just going to be out $500 million or whatever it is that we budgeted for that? Yeah. Fantastic. What do you think about the prohibiting foreign-born persons ineligible for citizenship from owning, inheriting, disposing, and possessing property?
0: Uh, I mean, are they here illegally? No, it just says ineligible for citizenship. So they're not eligible for citizenship and they can't own property.
1: So it says it repeals the provision that prohibits. So this would allow somebody who is here but cannot be a citizen for whatever reason Uh, They can't buy property. Yeah, so this would allow them to, Um, if if we get rid of this.
0: uh, So the question is, you know, how do you feel about that? I don't know, man. Like you're talking about criminals who might come here who can't get citizenship, and then they're now they're allowed to buy property. Yeah, but
1: criminals aren't the only people who are who are end up being ineligible for citizenship. Wow. I mean,
0: if you're not ineligible for citizenship, what are the things that you could do to not be eligible for citizenship? It's a good question. Great question. Stay tuned for the next show. Moving on to number 12. Lobbying and abuse of office by public officers. A summary of this amendment. This amendment would extend the waiting period prohibiting public officials from lobbying following their terms. From two years to six years. And restrict current public officials from using their office for personal gain. That's a pretty easy yes, I would I would assume. Right? However, the Republicans are telling you to vote no for it. Alright? And then, the way it's read on the ballot. Number 12. Lobbying and abuse of office by public officers expands current restrictions on lobbying for compensation by former public officers, creates restrictions on lobbying for compensation by serving public officers, and former justices and judges, provides exceptions, prohibits abuse of public position by public officers and employees to obtain a personal benefit. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Back to the last one, because I looked
1: it up while you were yapping. I didn't hear anything you just said. What if ineligible for citizenship means that you just haven't made the time requirements to then be able to be a citizen? Like, what if you mm. you just got here from, I don't know, Honduras right now?
0: Ugh, you mean the terrorists that are coming?
1: Uh-huh. So,
0: let's say you got here from Honduras mm-hmm.
1: and you got enough bread to buy a house.
0: How do you have enough bread if you just got here from Honduras and why didn't you fly if you have enough bread? I didn't say they ran here. I just
1: said you came from Honduras. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Let's say you're one of the four... Like, listen, I get a shit ton... Venezuela is in dire straits right now, right? By all accounts,
0: correct? No. I mean, their leader is going to Salt-Based Restaurant. Okay.
1: I get plenty of people who come into where I work to open accounts, and they got plenty of money, and they're Venezuelan. Okay. So, that... One does not necessarily preclude the other. Okay. So somebody can come from wherever. I don't care. Let's say it's Canada. Oh, somebody comes from Canada God and they got a boatload of money. And they're not here for a long enough time, but they want to buy a house and they want to settle down and they want to pay property taxes in the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. But they are currently, because they have not lived here for a sufficient amount of time, ineligible, ineligible for citizenship. Uh-huh. So, are we going to decline them the opportunity to buy? A I house? mean, technically, it doesn't make them ineligible for citizenship. It is they are not; that e- they sense. are currently not eligible for citizenship. Okay. Mm,
0: sorry, When I mean, Canadians, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I own a house. I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Of course. There yeah. you go.
1: Exactly. All right. So we can go
0: back to the the this other one. Lobbying. What about it? Can people lobby? And you want to add from two from two years to six years. Do you think six years is long enough? Six years to do what? So you'd have to wait six years before you could become a lobbyist or register as a lobbyist. After you've served political you serve office. After you've served political office in the state yeah, of Florida. Yeah, I, 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 I like that better. Yeah, no, I do too. Like, it's it's pretty easy. Like, yeah. no, get, get them the hell out. Yeah, yeah great. Cool. Constitution number 13. This was pretty easy. It reads pretty easy and it is pretty easy. End dog racing. Phase out commercial dog racing in connection with wagering by 2020. Um, other gambling activities or gaming activities are not affected. I like it. So do I. Those dogs don't deserve to be done like that. The horses are different. Look, and I know people say that they'll be like, "Oh no," but the horses. Yo, listen, man. Those horses are treated like so kings. well, so well. First of all, after the horse is done
1: raising, well, racing. Oh, you know what he does? They put him out to stud. And you know what that and means? He does a shag all day, all day, day. day long. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah I'll I'll run I'll run a few races for you. if That's what my fucking yeah exactly. I well, mean, then there's the 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 bad trip if it breaks its leg, and then you get shot. You get a shotgun to the head and you get turned okay, into yeah, glue. I, I guess that's I guess that sucks.
0: Yeah, but but you
1: yeah. know that happens to everybody. Yeah, it I, would happen? It would happen in the wild. Yep, absolutely. You break your leg and you're gonna die. Yep. So yep, that was um, pretty yeah, easy. easy. Yeah,
0: vote no. Uh, yeah. Vote yes. <laughs> get, get, sorry, yeah, no. vote yes. Get rid of the dog racing. <laughs> well, right now, right now, black does hate dogs. Because his dog won't <laughs> shut up But he did that Kill him! shut up There you go Kill shut did. up Alright no. so Two thirds um, of the way into the show uh, Here we go uh, Next up on the ballot Is the county referendum This is a Dade County only thing So if you're listening Outside of Dade County You can stop the show now And thanks for listening Vote for us five stars If you love us five stars Or you hate us nice. Anyway here we go County referendum number two Charter amendment relating To county appointed officials <laughs> And employees running For certain elective office the charter currently requires that county-appointed officials or employees qualifying to run for federal, state, or municipal effective office take a leave of absence. And if elected, immediately forfeit their county position. So that means if you're going to run for something and you work for the county and you're eligible to run for it, you need to take a leave of office. And if you win that position, you need to forfeit your position.
1: Wait a minute. So if you're, so if you're a county clerk and you want to run for mayor? Mm-hmm. You have to leave your county clerk job yep. prior or – You have to take
0: a leave of office.
1: The fuck does – so you have to leave the job or, yeah. or what does that – what does leave of office mean?
0: It mean you take a leave of – uh, you pause your job basically. Okay. You, you leave. Like if you're during your open, campaign or you, after – No, during your campaign, yeah. Okay. Basically, you're, uh, in, for all intents and purposes, if you want to think of it this way, you're going on FMLA. Right? Okay. But it's not a qualifying. Uh, running for office isn't a qualifying condition for FMLA. But yeah, there we go. Got so it. that kind of thing. Um, and, but if you get elected, you have to immediately resign your position.
1: Right, which makes sense because you can't have two you jobs. can't be the <laughs> WWE champion and the Intercontinental champion.
0: But what about what about those officials who um who may be, who may run for the count who may work for the county? But maybe they get a state congressman seat, and those are only two months out of the year. Okay, well,
1: the other ten months go to Best Buy, go sell TVs. Oh, okay.
0: I don't know. All right. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, that's what I'm asking. I'm asking you right now. No, uh, I mean, I get it.
1: It's just that you... you I don't know. I guess there's a fear for a conflict of interest in, in that regard. Because as a state legislator, you should be looking at what's the overall well-being of mm-hmm. the entire state. But if you have a county job and you're getting county funds from county lobbyists, then you're, you might be more kin to push through things that only benefit your county. It might be a detriment to others, so I get I get why that why that's in place. That seems like a simple decision.
0: Okay, no problem. So Miami Dade, uh, uh Miami Dade, Miami Herald says the charter currently requires that county appointed or county employees qualifying to run for federal or state or city level elections take a leave of absence, and if elected, resign. If approved by voters, employees would only have to take a leave of absence during an election only if they are running for county office, meaning the employee could serve at the federal, state, or city levels. So what that means is if you're a county employee and you can run for commissioner of your little town, you you get what I'm saying? Right. You would have to take a leave of office, and if you won that commission seat, you would have to then resign your position. You know a commissioner of a small town, if you live in like Miami Springs or something like that, you're not getting paid much. Like, it's not It's not going to be your full-time job. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what this is really for. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Cool. So next up. <clears throat> that's County Referendum 2 on my thing. County Referendum 3. Charter amendment relating to review of initiatory in- petitions for legal sufficiency. I'm too dumb to read that. What the? F- what is it? Now they will tell it to you right now. Okay. So this amendment screams practicality is what the Miami Herald says. It would require county attorneys to weigh in on the legality of a proposed ordinance before it becomes the subject of a petition drive. So basically what it means is um, – You can have
1: a bunch of idiots hawking signatures for something absolutely before s- someone with an actual brain yeah. has reviewed it and figured out whether it's going to be legal
0: or not. Currently, the charter lets voters approve ordinances by referendum if enough voters sign the petition to put, them, put the item on a ballot. If passed, the ordinary ordinances must remain on the books for a year before the commission can alter or repeal them. Right. So
1: right now So this is kind of this is kind of the opposite of the casino thing though. This is taking the power away from the ordinary citizen and putting it in the hand of a elected yeah, official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, appointed yeah. official. I don't know uh, if the attorney Well
0: yeah. Um the, it would just require county attorneys to right. to weigh in. So like if somebody says, Oh, I want to murder horses and serve them. The county – if they got enough vote, if they got enough petitions, it would go on the ballot. However, now in a, the county attorney would say, that's not legal and we can't do that.
1: Ha, but there's the other side of that though, right? Huh. Let's say somebody comes up with something that's actually useful or practical or doable uh-huh. and politics – Gets in the way? Prevent it from getting on the ballot because the county attorneys weigh in and they say – now we want to kill this because we're getting paid to kill this. Okay. The, again, this is where this shit always gets so complicated. And this is why you have to do your homework.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And even the, more than we did.
0: Listen to our podcast.
1: Listen to our podcast as part of it, as an as a, as a appetizer, right? But we're not here to solve all of your electoral decisions. But you have to do your homework and weigh in and vote. Because this is one of those where they're trying to take the power from the many to give to the few. In some cases, that might be intelligent and agreeable, like maybe in this case. Uh-huh. But in some other cases, like in the casino thing, maybe not. Okay. You have to kind of do your homework.
0: The next one is um, is number four on, on our ballot. It's called the – I'll tell you right now. This one's really weird because you might read it and be like, oh, my God, this has got to be important. This is county referendum number four, and it is titled Charter Amendment Regarding Elections for County Commissioners and Mayor. You're like, holy shit. What does this mean? Let's break it down to you. This would allow the Elections Department not to count votes for unopened, disqualified, dead, or withdrawn candidates. What is an unopened? Hold on. Unopposed. Sorry. Oh. Unopposed. My bad. The county already follows this practice and and procedure and cites state law, which allows you to do that. But the county's charter is mostly sign, silent on the matter. So basically, this is a rule that they're already doing because the state has it. They're but just putting it on the book so that you can't argue it later. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, that's fine.
0: This amendment would add, lang- add language explicitly authorizing the practice. It would also endorse canceling elections for candidates who run unopposed, which the county also does already. Right. But see, I got to tell you, I don't think enough of that gets done. What do you mean? Like, um, Like cleaning up the charter almost? No. Like explicitly saying you can or you can't.
1: It leaves too much gray area. When you don't explicitly say shit like that. So I think that is actually pretty intelligent. Yeah. No. It's because, man, I got to tell you, dude, nothing more annoying than like loopholes because of that shit. Yeah. Or like, you know, I'll tell you like sort of, I, I don't want to get in, I can't get into too much detail, but I had a similar experience um, at my job. I We did something because it didn't say anywhere that you couldn't, you do, couldn't it. do it. Yeah. And it was a benefit to the client. It was a benefit to us. A win-win for everybody. Then all of a sudden, they made that rule. They they told us that you can't do it. And I'm my question was, well, where does it say I can't do it? No, 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 it doesn't say it. You just can't do it. I was like, well, if this is the like this is your guidelines that's supposed to tell me what I can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say anywhere. How do I? How am I supposed to know I can't do it? Exactly. So that I get it and I like it. Yeah, no,
0: it's pretty cool. Uh, the last one is number five. This is prohibiting certain payments circulator- circulators of... C- what the hell? Prohibiting certain payments. Payments circulators of circulators of initiatory petitions. I'm not even lying to you. That's what the fuck it just says. Look at this, bro. You, you can walk over here and read yeah, this shit. This. Read this because my, my English ain't that good. But read. Prohibiting certain payments circulators of circulators of initiatory petitions. That's what it says, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: It does say circulators twice. Yeah. Wow.
0: So uh, layman's term, this measure asks for the charter to be amended to prohibit any person circulating an initiatory petition from paying or offering to pay any individual or organization or receive payments related to the number of signatures obtained for circulating the petition and invalidates any petition collected in violation of the prohibition. This measure will impact the signatures petition gathering process, which means you you can't pay pay for people to sign your fucking thing. And you can't get paid for going out there and trying to collect signatures. That's it. That's awesome. Right? Uh, But why? (laughs) Why does it say that? Whoa. Bro. Charter amendment prohibiting certain payments circulators of initiatory petitions. There you go. Like, sorry, homie. Later. That's All right. amazing. And so the last one on my ballot. You said last one. Last one. On the last one. Yeah, no. no, no, no. So that was the last one of the county um, Oh, The county, the county referendums, Okay. Yeah. This is the last thing on my ballot. It's a school board referendum. Okay. Here we go. This is the one that you were, you've been yabbing to me about for like two months now? Referendum to approve ad valorum levy for teachers instructional personnel school safety and security shall the school this is a yes or no question shall the school board of miami-dade county florida levy a 70.75 mils of ad valorem taxes i don't even know what that means for operational funds one to improve compensation for high quality teachers and instructional personnel and two to increase school safety and security personnel with oversight by a citizen advisory committee, beginning July first, two thousand nineteen, and ending June thirtieth, twenty twenty-three. Now, when I first made my soapbox opinion about this, I did not realize that there was an end date to this. There is an end date to this, which makes it a little bit easier for me. What what is basically going to happen on this is that um they will tax your taxes on your home your they will tax your home for every hundred thousand dollars that it's that it is. It, it in the short term, it it works out to like twenty bucks a month okay. for most people, right? So twenty bucks a month, and then it adds to teacher salaries and adds to school security and good and teachers, right? It says good teachers. Um, I've heard Carvalho talk about this. He's all about it. Carbello. Oh uh, yeah, no Carvalho. Oh Carl. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Car- Carl's Carbello. No man. He's drinking beer at Lincoln's beard Um. <laughs> um shout, to Lincoln's shout out shout out to falco falco um so anyway um so this would add this would add more pro- add more to your property tax every year okay. right i'm wildly against that i pay way too much in property tax anyway but 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 i've come down i'm okay with it like if the, and it has an end date on it it's not in perpetuity it is you can actually end this which is awesome right um I think it's good. I think if you can show me that by paying teachers more that you're going to get a higher quality individual, then go for it. Um, school security, I'm I'm not really concerned about. Well, I, I live in a nice neighborhood, so school's nice. Um, <laughs> I kid, I kid, but I don't. Anyway, the I do think school security needs to be around more. <laughs>
1: Holy crap! Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Just I don't. There's not enough wood in this fucking room for me to knock on. For...
0: <laughs> anyway, oh, so crap. anyway, this is uh, this is to raise your property taxes, and some of that will go to pay for teachers to get higher salaries and to pay for some security guards and for um other teachers. I think it said what was it the the institutional no um instructional personnel. All right, so that's not principals and stuff like so, that. So, like, Those is are...
1: instructional personnel the people who are supposed to come teach? Teach the teachers how to shoot guns?
0: No, <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that part is. So here's is. my... My trepidation of all of this... Okay, go ahead. Because I have one too. Believe it or not. My trepidation of all this is that you're giving all of this excess money to the UTD, the Union for the Teachers in the City, and they are notoriously terrible at negotiating things. And um, if the teachers already... Here's, here's, my, here's one of my arguments. The teachers already complain that they get paid garbage, right? Mm-hmm. Now, who... Negotiated those garbage pay rates. Their union, <laughs> yeah. So now you're gonna give more money to the union to spread. Okay, <laughs> like it's it's like come on, man. I get it. Um,
1: the union thing is a tricky one. I be you know having worked in corporate retail my whole life, uh-huh. like I'm p- programmed to think
0: union bad. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no solicitation, man. So, you know,
1: whatever. I, I agree with you on that front. The mm-hmm. only thing though is that union, uh, you know, a union negotiation is only as powerful as their willingness to not work, right? Okay. And if you have a population if your if your union members are already underpaid, their ability to not work is severely limited, mm-hmm. right? Their ability to strike is, is very limited. So, they don't have a lot of negotiating power to begin with. I don't know that that's because they're bad at it. I just... They, they come to the table at a disadvantage. Okay. Um, you know, look at, fo- look at the NFL. The NFL union and the four major sports is the shittiest union there is. Oh, absolutely. Compared to fucking baseball. And basketball. I mean, come on. Those guys are killing themselves, and they can't get guaranteed contracts. You know, and if they do, it's like... Every, every, like, I don't know if you've noticed. Every quarterback in the last, I don't know, th- four years, mm-hmm. who has signed a big contract, it's the biggest contract, because it just those guys weren't getting paid commensurate to the the risk to that they what were they, taking. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, whatever. My hang up with the whole thing is the the phrasing of the good teachers. Mm-hmm. Because who gets what, to decide? Right. What determines what a good teacher is? Uh-huh. Because if it's what it's gonna determine it is does your class do well on FCAT or whatever the mm-hmm. test is now?
0: That's just gonna that's just that, that's gonna incentivize the teacher to find a way around it and cheat.
1: Well, yeah, and not only that, but it's also just gonna incentivize the teacher to focus on the material on the test as opposed to teaching context and nuance and shit like that. Which is what
0: the teachers complain about already, that right. they're always teaching for an FCAT, they're not teaching for the kids. So that's
1: that is my my bigger concern okay. so even if this thing passes there needs to be language that gets put in place around what determines a good teacher
0: yeah no i agree with you i agree so i mean All that's
1: right. that's my thoughts on
0: that one mm-hmm. well guys that's your ballot thank you very much for listening i hope we can help a little bit like uh Again, go out there, read your ballot, get informed. Um, If you want to go canvas for somebody, there's still time to go out there. November, man. November's coming up really quick. We've only got a couple weeks before the – oh, Jesus. It is October 25th right now. Yeah, it's like two weeks. We've got like two weeks, all right? Early voting's already starting. Early voting's
1: already starting. You can look up, just Google early voting places. And you can go by.
0: Most of the public libraries in your area will qualify. As early voting, just bring your ID. Um, and, uh, that's it, man. Okay. And guys, listen to us all day, every day. We're the podcast with the most casts. Um, I don't know what that means. Yeah. So you can follow on Instagram, back of the bus podcast.
1: You can email the show at yeah. back of the bus, Miami at gmail.com. Yeah. And you can listen to us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, pocket cast, Podbean, and on YouTube. If yeah. you can find f- us, find your way to the YouTube page.
0: There you go. Uh, that's it, bro. Peace out. Enjoy your cruise. Yeah. Enjoy my cruise. Where are you going? The Bahamas. Oh, nice. I'll be right back.
1: Oh, you'll be like, right back. Beep, beep.
0: Nice. There you go. Dope. I got to go pick up a uh, a uh, toadstool costume right now because it's a Halloween party on the cruise, and we're going dressed as Mario Kart. Oh, nice. I'm Dope. Luigi.
1: <laughs> Yo, Santino will go crazy. He, Luigi's his favorite. Really? Yeah. I'm
0: going to show you a photo. Nice. Later. Peace. See you next time. <laughs> Hello. Hello, operator. I believe my party's been... Connected. <laughs>